LiftNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. One, two, one, two. Oh, that's so loud. That <laughs> scared the shit out of y'all. Uh, let's see here. I gotta fix this. I don't, I don't know what happened to the damn microphone. Is it echoing too? This is great. I love this. This is fantastic.
Check one, two. Check, check, one, two, one, two. What in the fuck? Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What the fuck? Hey. What the fuck? I love this show. I got I give up. There will never not be a week. Oh, sh- shut up. There will never not be a week or a day or, I don't know, where there's not a tech problem on this show. I went and did somebody's podcast today. Uh, let me just let me just tell you. I went and did my buddy's podcast today. He's never done one. It was the first episode and he was like I want you to do the first one I was like cool happy to be a part of it I'm I'm here for you brother you guys know him Jesse Payton he's done the show before maybe you've seen him perform with me uh he donates when we do our Barry on deck streamathon. he was always donating big items like signed memorabilia for us to auction for free didn't want any money back oh cool the alerts aren't working that's not a shock uh so he was like I want to do a podcast so his buddy who owns a roofing company called Home Some Shit. What is it called? It's called the Home Team Roofing. Mike, good dude. Nice guy. Mike Martin. is. Uh... So they're like, oh, well, let's do, let's do a podcast. So they start up a, they build an entire goddamn studio and i mean it is loaded down to the gear it's good they've got one two three let's see one two three four five five black magic cinema 4k cameras i'm sorry 6k cameras and just the cameras alone cost a couple girl and then the lenses that they have are a couple girl. So they probably have 25K in cameras. Just cameras. They got lights. They got fuck. It is the most amazingly dope studio for a podcast that's never even launched yet. And they have, uh, they've got a Rodecaster Pro 2, which I use, but they've got an A10 Mini. They've got all, I mean, they load it. But you know what they have? They have a fucking producer. Like literally their mics, they have they have the same mics that we use at ESPN 975. It, it just 
unbelievable. And I was like, yeah, that's really cool, man. That's that's really dope. And then I started thinking like, fuck, I've been doing this. I'm on episode 727. And it's not that I uh, like that I am jealous or hating on them having those things. Um, it's more, fuck. Cause they have a, literally they have a producer. That's all he did. He would just sit there and record and do things. And and all they had to do was talk. And I was like, okay, well I hate you guys so much, so much. Now, of course, both of them are fucking loaded. So that helps. That helps. Uh, but that's enough of me crying. Uh, FJ said, ask me anything about anything. Who was funny first? You or Jesse? That's a stupid question. That's a stupid question. Mike is married to my ex's niece. Mike is married to my ex's niece. Nice guy. Oh, he is a nice guy. Very nice guy. Super nice guy. Robert likes beers. What's the podcast? on? I don't know. It's called the unapologetic podcast, which is kind of on brand with Jesse. He's a very conservative right wing. Um, he likes to say right leaning. I'm like, no, nah, bro, you're all the way. You are all the way over there, homie. Um, so like unapologetic is his brand. It's got like a AR 15 or whatever as the logo, kind of like the come and take it. Uh, but that's the, he's leaning into all that. So that's, and I don't, again, like some of you guys get mad. Um, yeah, Donna said, and yes, he has a lots of money. Oh my God. So much money. Uh, but, um, yeah, like it, that's what I think is funny. Like some of y'all get mad when we talk politics and then you're like, well, we're too far apart. And then, like, some people have stopped. Well, not you guys, because you're still here. But some people had stopped watching the show because of politics. And me and Jesse could not, could not be further uh, on the spectrum of politics apart, especially socially. But, yeah, what's whatever. We need to agree and disagree and fucking move on. So, uh, believe it or not, you can actually be friends with and and like and support people who don't agree with all your politics. It's amazing. Oh, my God. What? Shockadopolis. Ladies and gentlemen, Shockadopolis in the building. Shocker, are you off today? What are you doing, Broseph? What are you doing, fam? Let me get you back on this show, homie. Let me get you on this show one day. Jared Taylor! Reyes says, I like Jesse's politics. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. Imagine that. Uh, where's my... Here we go. We, damn, we got a hype train going during all the mess, during all the technical problems. Shit. Uh, oh, Shock says, lunch break, retail hell. Oh, that's right. This is the worst time of year for you, man. Gosh. Yeah. Well, I would bring him on, but he's on lunch break. But we need to get you on. Um uh, what was it? Mark said when I saw Jesse at Hopscholar with you, it surprised me a bit. You were on the same show as him. But yeah, that doesn't mean you can't be friends. Oh yeah. Yeah, Jesse's completely different than me. And I'll tell him, I'll be like, yo, that bit was racist. He'll be like, no, it's not. I was like, yeah, the fuck it was. It's super racist. Or that bit was, you know, you shouldn't. Yeah, we do all the time, all the time, all the time. And he's like, eh, we don't, you know, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, you still, you, you still, you can, you can be friends and still disagree. It's okay. Um, He's still funny as fuck. Very funny dude. Very fun. Always does a great job on stage. Oh, you may not like it, 
But he gets laughs. He gets laughs, and God damn it, that's what matters at the end of the day. Excuse me. Um, Amos said you could probably ha- uh, you could have probably had Nick to produce on the cheap a little while ago. Uh, that's the problem. Like on the cheap. Like I don't know how much money you guys think this makes, <laughs> but I I assure you it's it's not even enough to afford somebody on the cheap. Now I will say when I was with. Uh, Twitch Sports and and Twitch was supplementing us as uh, streamers, and that's I miss that boy. That made it so much easier to do this job, so much easier because Twitch was paying us like a flat fee if you hit a certain streaming threshold, and then they would pay you over. And again, it, it nobody was getting rich, but it sure did help. You know, ease the burden and pay a few bills. Um, but when that was gone, because I did that for I don't know six nine months. Helped tremendously, um, but yeah, they're they're that's gone. Oh, Amos said, I mean, like for water and snacks, yeah, but I wouldn't want that. Like, I, I wouldn't, I would feel like I'm taking advantage of Nick, I wouldn't ever ask anybody to work for free. Oh, wow, shock they paid for you guys holiday shoppers last year. Uh, Terrence said, if, if there was a rule that said that I have to agree, I wouldn't have family or friends. <laughs> True that. True that indeed. All right, well, sorry about, the, sorry about the bumpy start to the show. I don't really know what happened there. Um, it's just that I went to hardware where the mic was supposed to be. Because at first I thought, oh, this is going to be where they can't hear me like yesterday uh, because the the video was too loud, maybe, perhaps. That just wasn't the case, uh, which I was going to look into that, too. I, I need to go see why that video is so damn loud. Uh, couldn't even find that out. No idea. Oh, cool. It has. Oh. Oh, I. I oh, I. I. Oh, oh, I don't know why. I'll figure it out later. Uh, what's up, CC? Okay, let's get the show rolling, y'all. We've got some t- stuff to get to that we didn't get to yesterday. I thought maybe we'll do a film session. Somebody sent me um, a video, a fight between a Cowboy fan and an Eagle fan to break down. I watched it once. Uh, I didn't get around to it again. And, um, oh, wow. That's crazy. I was just looking at this Shohei Otani breakdown. That's insane. Um, so maybe we'll get to that. Uh, if I can find a damn thing. Hold on. Where was I tagged at? There we go. Notifications. Cool. Okay. So maybe you, uh, maybe we can break that down as well, um, even though there's some butt crack in it. But we'll do that. We can talk about last night's games. I watched a little bit of both. Actually, no. I take that back. I didn't watch any of the Packers-Giants game. Uh, and apparently missed uh, Danny DeVito. What's his name? What's da- it's Danny DeVito, right? I, uh, I, I, I watched, uh, Danny DeVito. I didn't watch him, but he came back and won. Where's Titan Hugo at? Titan Hugo, let your nuts hang, homie. Titan Hugo, let him hang, baby. Titan Hugo. Is you shitting me? 
Bruh. Oh, yeah. Tommy DeVito. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what's up, H-Town, dude? Rockets beat Spurs. Sloppy, but screw the putts. Yeah. Um, I, I did want to talk about that for a second. And we, oh, yeah, we'll just address it now. It was funny because I was on scrolling. I was doom scrolling at one point. I was kind of in one of my uh, ADHD fits where I would do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that, do a little, got nothing accomplished, but did a lot. Um, and in, in the midst of a doom scroll, I saw on Instagram or maybe it was Facebook. I don't remember. But Whitman Yama apparently last night had a monster poster dunk on Alperin Shingun, who, by the way, I will give credit where credit is due. Tons of people were like, oh, Webin Yama has a two-inch vertical. Like, cause, yeah, he doesn't jump. Um, but at the same time, a lot of folks were like, hey, good for Shingun for playing defense, trying to stop it, trying to block good for it. Kudos. Good on you. Because a lot of people would have just got out of the way. That's the NBA in 2023. People just kind of, oh, you ain't put me on a poster. They'll just get out of the way and let you dunk. Not Al Prishengun, he was going for the block. It was never going to happen, but, you know. Hats off to you, sir, for trying. Uh, but the amazing thing was, everybody was like, oh, poster dunk! They fucking lost. They lost. Why don't you post that? Why don't you post that? That they, they won three games all year with the next LeBron James. Remember we were told that? Bro, how many, okay, through, through, what are they, 3 and 15, 3 and 16? Uh, let's see. Let's go to Skeggy, or standings here. Uh, <gasps> son of a bitch, I forgot to change this. Oh, dagnabbit. Oh, son of a birch. Hold on, y'all. I, I screwed up. <clears throat> I made new um, graphics for the show. These <laughs> said I usually go to that mashup. Not this year. Yeah, Spurs all 16 in a row. That's right. Uh, let's see. Slide. No background, no title. That's what daddy wanted. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to change up some of this to make it easier to cut up uh oh why is that doing that to cut up uh social media clips because uh your boy is trying to get it signed up for this new that's the other thing like jesse and them they've got a their producer is going to be making all their clips and then this man had the nerve to be like hey can i shadow you for a day i was like for what He's like, you know, just to see how you do things. I was like, well, first of all, I'm live and I'm a one-man band. So, no, you can't shadow me because I'd be running the show. He's like, I just want to see how you use VMix to run your show. It sounds like you know your shit. I was like, oh, I know my shit. But, no. I mean, I'm happy to sit down with you and go over what I do, but not live, fam. That's, that'll fuck me up. That'll fuck me up. Uh, but I'm fixing my slide here. Hold on. See? See? Part of the, part of the problemo. Ooh. Oh, what is that? Oh. <clears throat> this sucks. This sucks. Don't get dick. 
Sorry, guys. I know this is unprofessional. I know this is boring, but guess what? This is this is what you get. This is this is where we're at. Okay, where we're at. Let's try this here. I'll just I'll just do this for now. Perfect, but we'll go with it. Uh, so right now the Spurs dead ass last in the NBA. Oh, I love me some pop too, Cece. Ain't nothing wrong with loving pop, but Cisco said uh, Adderall and Cialis refill. Oh man, <laughs> you oh bro, I gotta get my Adderall refill for show. Uh, Spurs are three and nineteen right now. So so three and nineteen. So through twenty two games, I wonder. I wonder what LeBron James's record was because we were told Webbenyama is the next LeBron James. And and look, I'm not telling you that Webbenyama is not going to be great. But we were also told that uh Zion Williamson might be the next LeBron James. So, you know, you kind of like, okay, no, I get it. So LeBron James 2003 was his uh rookie campaign. My goodness. That's a lot. Let's see. Where is his game log? No, I want game stats. Oh, I went to. Why did I go to Cleveland? What? Ah, oh, there we go. Game log. Uh, here we go. All right. Here's LeBron James's game log. So his first was this regular season. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they won their first three in a row. And uh oh, I wanted I wanted to look at Webb and Yamas. Might as well, right? Roster. Where'd he go? Victor uh, Webb and Yama. Here we go. Oh. Okay, bitch. Hey, when it does this, come on! It gets the people going. So Webmanyama went. Oh, I was looking at LeBron's backwards, huh? That was the last three games. April, yeah. I gotta start all the way down here. Okay, so he lost one, two, three, four. He lost five in a row. Webmanyama went two, uh, three and two, and then hasn't won since. Got it. So that's through twenty-two games. So here, let's count these up. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 12, 13, 14, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. All right. So two and three. And then, wow. One, two, three, four, five, six, two and nine, uh, four and nine, four and 11, six and 11, six and 16. Not much better. Maybe he is. Maybe he is the new, uh, the new Webman Yama. Or Webinyama is the new LeBron. Six and sixteen wasn't much better. Alan said no chat shout out, or did I sleep through it? Yeah, not with all the tech problems. We're already way behind, and then the tech problems, and I just fuck it. it we're all here, present, and accounted for. Uh, by the way, I did want to. One thing I was going to do. Um, oh, that's funny. Uh, H. Tom said they haven't they haven't won since Pops got on the crowd for booing that day. I thought they were losing before that, but maybe so. Maybe so. Hey, Alan Bishop, thank you for the hundred bids, buddy. 
Jared Taylor, thank you for the 100 bits. Let me get these out of the way because, you know, with all the tech problems, we did get that all jacked up here. Uh, Alan, thank you for the hondo. Jared, thank you for the hondo. Uh, the hype train completed at level one, 36%. I didn't even fire it off. I didn't do a shot. I at least owe y'all a shot. God bless. What a nightmare start to a show. And I was in a decently good mood. Now, I'm not in a bad mood now. I didn't ruin my mood. It was just more depressing than anything. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like, ah, I'm angry now. It was more of like, fuck my life. You do that show, and then you come here, and then it's just chaos. Absolute goddamn chaos. Uh, Hugh Dad, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Joel, my friend, thank you for the 69. I like it. Alan Denson, thank you for the 200 bits. Jared Taylor, thank you for the 100 bits. Chris from Sam Houston, thank you for the hundo. Alan Denson, thank you for the uh, hundo. Unmute, damn it. I, I, I get it. Thank you guys, one and all. Uh, Dab has been marked safe from boner boys today. What the fuck are the boner boys? What are the boner boys? What is that? Well, I need to know what the fuck is the boner boys? Is it boner or boner? Am I reading that wrong? Is boner with two ends? Is it boner? I think it's a boner. I don't know. Hey, man, thank you guys for the hype train. Level one hype train complete. 36%, 569 bitties. No subs, no hype chats. You guys are the best. I love you. Mm, I love you so much. Cheers, everybody. I think I just have a drinking problem. I think I I probably would have done this had you not done a, a hype train, let's be honest. Uh, but I still love you, and it makes makes me feel better. So cheers, everybody. I wonder I wonder if I ever took this show um, back to radio or took this show to radio. I wonder if they would let me do shots on the show. That would be uh, that would be interesting. Yeah, you did, H Town, dude. On the Discord server, uh, Titan Hugo um, posted that this week coming up. Did you spill it? Nope. Then no problem. <laughs> well done, CC. Yeah, Titan Hugo posted uh, coming up this week. Texans Oilers don't feel right. Yeah, they're going to be wearing their Oilers love you blue bullshit ass, fake ass, punk ass uniforms when they play the Texans. I I swear I hope the Texans hang 40 on them. Uh, just for that. Fudge, I hate it. I don't know why. I, like I've already cursed a million times probably, I think, but uh but yeah. Oh, the Boner Boys or Josh and Michael? Why are they called the Boner Boys? What is that? They give you a boner? Is that why? Heartthrob! Thank you for the 69. I like it. Heartthrob's just here for fantasy talking so I don't get fined. Probably will do fantasy tomorrow. Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know if we'll get to it today. May have to do it tomorrow. Mills Mafia stand up. Oh God, I forgot about that. So, oh, 
No! No, God, no! Please, God, no! CC. She's like, I love fantasy talk so much. I got to fix this thing here real quick, y'all. This little thingity thing. It's really not marking it like it's supposed to. Uh, I have these, this stream deck where I can like mark a topic like, oh, I might want to clip this later and um, make a video out of it, right? So usually I can just push a button, boop, mark it, mark it, and, uh, and then I can just go back and find it later on Twitch and export it or do whatever. And that particular baton, not working now. And uh, that sucks. Uh, let me see if I can re-add it, maybe? Let me just delete it. You guys care if I do this? I mean, what the fuck? It's a, it's a complete goddamn shit show anyways. Right? Right? Uh, Mark. Enter a marker description. No, I... Uh, I don't know. Show topic. I don't know. Does this work? Fuck no, it didn't work. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's great. All right. Well, nonetheless, um. I had forgot. I had forgot that it's Tennessee Titans wearing um, stupid ass love you blue Oilers jerseys this weekend because <laughs> they're they're inherently assholes like their former owner. Uh, well, I should say deceased owner Bud Adams. But it's our history. No, it's not. We've already covered this. I'm not going to get back into it. Fact of the matter is, nobody in Tennessee gives a single solitary shit about Love You Blue. All right? Just period. Facts. We all know this. But what, what, is, what, is, what is angering me more is now I have been reminded by the chat. You guys have reminded me that they got to go into this game against Tennessee wearing Oilers uniforms with no C.J. Stroud. Now it's right back to Davis Mills and his stupid neck. I just, what a week. What a week. Oh, God, why? Why of all weeks to get a brain injury? As if it wasn't bad enough, you lost to the Jets. Do you know what the trickle-down effect is that is going to be? You're going to lose... On Love You Blue Night in Nashville. God! Oh, God, it's disgusting. Alex said 24 to 3, Tennessee. Uh, I mean, look, I would have told you before I watched some of last night's game. Nah. Ain't worried about it. Tennessee sucks. Will Levis sucks. They ain't figured it out. Not only did they beat Miami, they came back on Miami. They were down, what, like 14 or something like that? They showed, like, all the teams that have come back in the modern era. And they're the first ones to come back from that far down with, I think, less than, like, four minutes to go or whatever it was. Because I tuned in kind of late, if I'm being honest. I 
It was not a good sports watching night for me. But uh, yeah, they came back kind of late, and they were the only team of the of the people on that list to do it in regulation. And um, beat a really good uh, Dolphins team. So this might be the greatest troll job in NFL history. You would like it, Amos. Oh, hating ass, Amos. Oh, haterade, Amos. What's up, Jeff Bell? It weirded me out seeing your Texans logo. Uh, so Alex Villanueva said 24-3 Texans. Hugh Dab said 30-3. Let's look at the early line. Let's uh let's take a gander at it. Let's take a look-see whoopsie. Uh I hate the way ESPN does their scheduling thing on here. It's it's stupid. Um so Titans are favored by two and a half. Now, first of all, that'll tell you how bad the Titans are. Yo, what's up, Shrimp Boat Dana? How you doing? Welcome to the show. I swear to God, welcome first-time chatter, Shrimp Boat Dana. I swear to God, if you spam this chat, if you spam, is this, a, oh, do y'all know Shrimp Boat Dana? I was going to say, if this is just some random bot, they're always like, hello, what's up, Barry? Do you want more followers? No! Spamming ass spammer? Oh, free mustache rides. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's that's cool. Okay. All right. Well, that, I feel better about that. Now I know you're not a spammer. Although I thought, I, I think I'm pretty sure I thought free mustache rides was a spammer when he first showed up. Or she. I don't know. It could be a chick out there giving free mustache rides. You don't know. It's 2023. Who are you to judge? Huh? Shrimp boats on 97.5. Like on air? Oh, my God. Is this is this Patrick Creighton? Okay. Shrimp boat Dana said, I ain't no bitch. Okay. I'm just saying. It could be. It could be. Uh... So Titans favored by two and a half at home against the Texans. I think I would take the Titans in this. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Take the Titans in this coming off of last night's win. Texans coming off of their debacle. I expect the Texans defense to be better than they were, but who knows? I mean, who really knows? I will say this, and I think it was Donna or somebody in the chat said, um, I blocked all the groupies. <laughs> Why are you? I think that's hilarious. I, I noticed that when I do ESPN shows, there's somebody in that chat. There's a couple of people that are like, I blocked all the groupies. I'm like, what, is, what does this mean? And then it dawned on me that they're they're just talking about the deckheads. They're. It's it's the damnedest thing. It's it's amazing that you could be a fan of a show, but you're you're a groupie. No, you're a fan of a show. I'm a fan of a show. I'm a fan of shows. That doesn't make me a groupie. It makes me a fan of shows. Weird. I digress. Uh <clears throat> I <laughs> decades coming hard. Wait a minute. As in what? Um. Yeah, H-Town Deuce said Nico Collins is going to play. E- is it going to matter? Let's be honest. 
Is it going to matter if Nico Collins plays? You could put out, they could give you DeAndre Hopkins back. It ain't going to matter, fam. It ain't going to matter. We, we've seen the Davis Mills movie, bro. We know what that looks like. It's a lot of inaccurately thrown footballs. That's what that movie is. Hey, Jamal! What's up, Justin? Good to see you, buddy. Um, hey, what's up, Chewy? So, I yeah, and, and that's what I wanted to say. I don't know if it was Donna or somebody else in the chat, but somebody in the chat said, oh, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins really sucks. I'm going to tell you what. Yeah, last night, man. He was balling out and made a couple of really good catches. Amazingly good catches. And the other thing I was shocked about watching Hopkins last night is he wasn't shying away from contact like he normally does. A lot of times when you see D-Hop, he's, he's one of those receivers, doesn't really like to get hit. Catches the ball, he gets down or gets out of bounds. He's, he's shifty. You know, he's not going to let you hit him if he doesn't have to. He doesn't look for contact. But last night, I last night might have been the toughest I've watched DeAndre Hopkins play as a receiver in the NFL. Now, maybe that's just, you know, I don't know, recency bias or whatever because I haven't watched him a lot this year. But I was impressed with him getting physical in there. Let's get physical because he did. So we'll see how much the line moves um, the rest of the week. But right now, they have it listed at minus two and a half. We'll see if that changes uh, or not. But as it stands right now with Davis Mills at the helm, yeah, I'd, I'd take Tennessee and give the two and a half. Which, hey, that still says something because every NFL team gets two and a half at home unless they're just awful. You know, but fair to Midland NFL teams are going to get two and a half at home. That's just the standard. It used to be three, but now it's two and a half. So, <sighs> Shrimp O'Dana says CJ will never be the same. Well, that's what they said about Tua. And he had several in a row. CJ is going to be fine. CJ is going to be just, just fine. Um, wonder if D-Hop will come back and finish as a Texan. No chance. I really think there's no chance that he does that. Uh, Baron Deck, would you take D Hop back on a one or two year deal? Yeah, yeah, especially for CJ Stroud. He's D Hop is still a legit one, just at least based off of what I saw last night. He can still go get it. Yeah, yeah, I would in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Uh, H-Town Dude said D-Hop uh, over 125. Okay. Heartthrob said Tennessee gift-wrapped the game to us. Then when they were down 15 with 315 to go, we decided to get in the holiday spirit. Tis better to give than receive and gave it right back. It was disgusting. Yeah, well, it's a bad loss. Bad loss. Bad loss. He has one more year on his deal. Hmm. Got to have a real backup next year. I'm not worried about wide receiver. Um, yeah. Why do you say you need a real backup? I mean, Stroud hasn't missed any time until a concussion, which, you know what? 
You know what? You need a real you need a real O line that doesn't get him murdered like Scruggs and Co. did. <laughs> D'Amico could probably get him back. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Gotta have a real um <laughs> you dad said never mind. You were looking at the wrong shit, weren't you? It happens. It happens. I've done that on air. I've read the wrong thing and been like, oh, wow, well, that changes it. And then go off for like 15 minutes, and then Joel will be like, well, I think you read that wrong. I'm like, what? I've done it on here, too. It happens. Trust me. At least you don't have thousands. Okay, 40s of people listen to you talk. Ugh, excuse me, Lord Jesus. Them shots make me burp. I don't know why that is, but them shots get me a burping. Take just get me in my kidder. Oh, I don't know why this doesn't work. This this should work, and it doesn't, and that makes me angry. Uh, jeez, I wonder why it doesn't work. It, it would be great if it did. I'm trying to mark a clip, and it ain't marking shit. Oh, maybe that's why. Uh-uh. Nope. Well, fuck you, too. Stupid-ass stream deck. Uh, 1.38K watching. Yeah, I love it. I love the way you think. All right, let's get into some sports headlines, y'all. You see this bullshit? Do you see this bullshit? Ah, the growing pains. The growing pains of changing out your, uh, what's it called? Graphics. I think I changed the graphics too much, if I'm being honest. It's okay. Says okay. Let's just drag all this in here. Boop. Well, at least I can drag and drop again. That's a good sign. That's a positive. Okay, can we can we uh, uh can we try the headlines again? Let's see if this is gonna let's see if this is gonna work. Let's try it again. All right, here's sports headlines for the day. John Morant took the stand in his trial in his lawsuit against a teenager who's now 18 or 19 at the time. They were 17 when he and Morant got into an altercation during a basketball game. John Morant said he punched the teenager in self-defense. What up, Red Hulk? Uh, let me just read you some of the ridiculous things that John Morant said during this trial about why he punched a kid. Okay? Let me just... All right. 
Uh, it says, testifying for the first time in the lawsuit, John Morant took the stand in Memphis and said he acted in self-defense. Morant testifying during the first day of an immunity hearing at Shelby County Circuit Court said he, quote, swung first at Joshua Holloway, then 17, quote, to protect myself, end quote. During an altercation that led to Holloway filing a lawsuit in September of 2022 that accused Morant of assault. Here's the crazy thing, okay? This is the altercation which attorneys representing both sides questioned Morant about at great length uh, came during a pickup basketball game at Morant's Memphis area home after Holloway allegedly frustrated by losing several games was accused of throwing a one-handed pass at Morant during a check ball situation. The ball hit Morant in the left side of his face. Morant testified Monday. I now look, I would be mad if a 17-year-old, I wonder if it made that sound. You know how you hear a, 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 a ball hit something and you hear the bing? I wonder if it made that noise. Probably not. It was probably like a thud. But basketballs, look, they're not, it, he didn't throw like, you know, a pillow. Right? They can hurt. You know what I mean? The face of the basketball, especially if you heave it out of anger, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. But what you do at that point as John Morant, Barry Laminac punches the 17-year-old. Because, yes, yes, thousand percent team fuck them kids. Y'all know that? Y'all know how we roll? Thousand percent team fuck them kids. Punch that 17-year-old in the face. But if you're John Morant, you go, Yo, security, security, whoop his ass. But Ja, being Ja, being gangsta, gangsta, punched the kid in the face. Now, he's in court, and they asked him about the altercation where the kid was accused of throwing a one-handed pass at Morant during a check ball situation. If you don't know what check ball is, during street ball, Instead of just getting the ball and running, you check it up. And usually the defensive team will check it to let their slow, fat, white guys get in place. Because we're over there. They're like, bro, we're running half court. Uh, shut the fuck Just go. Just check it up. So that's what the check ball could be for. Slow down the offense, right? So it checks it up. Then you give the ball back. And if there's a bit mad or anger, you'll roll it back. You'll, uh, whatever. But apparently this guy, one-handed, heaved it into Morant's face. Okay? Quote. Guys, listen. Do not miss this, people. Listen to this. It is hilarious. Quote, you testified that this basketball was a weapon. Yes, Morant was asked by Holloway's attorney, Rebecca Adelman, during the cross-examination part of his testimony. You, you testified that this basketball was a weapon. Yes, Morant was asked. Yes, Morant replied. Quote, a lethal weapon, she asked. Morant's response? It hurt. Bro, on what fucking planet? 
Oh, on on what planet, John Morant? John Morant, you know what a weapon is. You've been busted on IG with several of them in the clubs. You know what a real lethal weapon is. It ain't a damn basketball in the hands of a 17-year-old. That is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. You testified that the basketball was a weapon, a lethal weapon. It hurt. Yeah, no shit it hurt. But you're worth millions. Walk away, fam. It says Moran testified that during the altercation, he asked Holloway, what are you on? Actually, what you on? Then Morant said Holloway didn't reply, but instead pulled up his shorts. Now, I should clarify, this doesn't mean that he was like, hey. Yeah, well, okay, let's hear it, pal. It wasn't that kind of pull it up. It was like, like if you pull your shorts up on the playground like that, if you're hanging out and, and, you, and you pull the shorts above the knees, I mean, that's fighting. That's fighting. That's fighting. And he said, uh, him pulling up his shorts where I'm from, that's a fighting stance. Do agree with that. Fact. He's also 17. Moran said Holloway took a step toward him, and then he stepped forward and punched Holloway. I hit him first to protect myself from this 17-year-old. Again, 17-year-olds, there's 17-year-olds out there that can whoop my ass. Uh, after that blow, Morant's close friend, Devontae Pack, who was also in the court, punched Holloway. Oh, well, now we're ganging up on a 17-year-old. Lawsuit was dragged in the legal system for more than a year. Pack, who admitted during the deposition that hitting Holloway, was arrested in July for a misdemeanor assault. Now, what? Charge against Pack was later dismissed. The trial could begin in April. In the immunity hearing, which is expected to last through Wednesday, Morant's lawyers aim to have the case dismissed by arguing that he acted in self-defense. I pulled my pants up too high. <laughs> Chin down, hands up, shorts up. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I did like what Amos said. Um, Amos said, Ja didn't settle this. His circle really sucks. That's a great point, Amos. How do you let it get this far and get this embarrassing? Right? How do you let it go to this? Bro, get in there and get that kid some money and keep it stepping, fam. You you got bigger fish to fry. You got weapons charges to fade. Come on, man. Well, I don't know if he actually has weapons charges, but we'll see. Uh it says Moran's father T testified Monday his son frequently held pickup games at the house. And the one in question was highly competitive with Morant and Holloway guarding each other and talking trash to one another. That's wild to me that a 17-year-old's on the court guarding Ja Morant. That's crazy that that, what, what are you doing? This makes no sense. It really doesn't. How old is Ja Morant? How old is, I mean, not that it matters because He's in the fucking NBA. You just don't have 17-year-olds over at your house to play pickup basketball. One, they make up, they might hurt you, bro. Step on your ankle, out of control and shit. He's 24 now. Uh, when did this occur? This was two years ago. July 26th. Okay. So this was last year. 
So he was 23? You got to be better than this. Could you imagine anybody else doing this? Could you imagine Michael Jordan? LeBron? What? Bro. That's crazy to me. Crazy. Morant's lawyers contended Holloway's account of that day shifted over time. Under Tennessee's self-defense immunity statute, if it's found that Moran acted in self-defense, as they argue, uh, then he is immune to the lawsuit and should be dismissed. I love that he described a basketball as a deadly weapon. <laughs> he could have kilted me. Well, he could have kilted me if he had thrown it in my head. Is there a picture of this kid because a 17-year-old basketball player could be 6'5", 200 pounds? That's true. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Let's look up Joshua Holloway. Let's, let's find out. Good question, Amos. Let's see. Joshua Holliday, John Morant. Images. Bro. What? No way. No way. Okay, this is he. Let's see here. Oh, bitch, go away. Wait, I found it. I had it. I had it for a second. Uh, well, now I don't know if that's the. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, this is. Eh. Nah, this kid ain't rocked up like that. Nah, this kid ain't rocked up like that. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at look, look at look at this shit. Look at this shit. <gasps> this is his um this is him speaking out. Let's see. This is signing day. Okay. Yeah. This kid ain't ain't 6'10 rocked up. I mean, that's that's not a big dude. That's not somebody. Well, hell, yeah. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't like Zion, baby Zion was out there throwing balls at his face. That sounds different. 16-year-old LeBron played pickup with Ron Artest and Michael Jordan. It's kind of common. Yeah. But this kid... Ain't 16-year-old LeBron. LeBron was being groomed. Also, that doesn't sound good. LeBron was expected to become big one day. I don't know that Joshua Holloway is. Cisco said, based on Barry's reaction, that kid either looks like Zion or Total Dallas. Terrence said, still bigger than me? I'll pop him. Damn, Terrence, you gonna fight a 17-year-old, bro? Um, he's 6'2", 160, Sanford Bulldogs. Yeah, 6'2", 160 is not. No. This, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's silly. It's bad. It's a bad look. It's a bad look. And I don't know. 
All right, uh, other headlines. Chargers' Justin Herbert, just a Chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert, has season-ending finger surgery. Um, we talked about it yesterday on the show. I gave you some injury updates and said he could be done for the year. Bad news for the Chargers. There goes their playoff chances. Bad news for the Chargers. He gone. Uh, so no Justin Herbert for the rest of the year. Sucks. Hey, uh, notable transfer in the uh, transfer portal. Duke's Riley Leonard has announced that he's transferring to Notre Dame. Well, this transfer portal is making things fun. <laughs> Justin Herbert, flatline. Flatline. <laughs> Terrence said, I'll fight a 12-year-old if he's bigger than me and wants to be mannish. Yeah, but that's not, that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it okay. I mean, just going around fighting people like that, that's not good. You might do it. Doesn't mean you should. It's hot in here. Sorry. <sighs> My backup for Justin is Brock. Phew. Brock Purdy, Brock Lesnar. Okay. Uh, him and Ja are around the same size. Well, that doesn't matter. Ja's got 24-year-old NBA off-season strength and conditioning strength. And Holloway has 17-year-old I eat Cheetos for breakfast and drink chocolate milk at dinner strength. It's not the fucking same. At all. Brock Osweiler. Damn. That's the I was trying to think of that, Titan Hugo. I was trying to think of it. Uh, did he show his 12-year-old ID? Nope. Ass whooping. Okay. Also, I ain't fighting nobody. Jared, have you ever been in a fight in your life, Jared? Have you ever fought anybody ever? I mean, how many of you have never been in a fight? Put a one in the chat if you've never, ever, ever been in a fight. And I'm not talking about a verbal altercation where there's a little pushing and a little shoving and a little chest bump. Would you, would you, would you? One in the chat, if you have never been in a fight. Well, you have that counts. You've been in one fight. That's, that counts. Unless it was, like I said, a little pushing and shoving and chest bumping. <laughs> Mark said, shit, I got in a fight two weeks ago. Mark fights all the time. Wow. Okay, Donna, I expected you have never been in a fight. That would have been a guess for sure. Uh, Jesus, well, you know, it'd be weird if Jesus was just going around fighting people. I mean, really, what kind of savior is that? Unless you're fighting for their lives? I don't know. Uh, but Jesus has never been in a fight. <laughs> Mark got one two weeks ago. Uh, let's see. John Dorier's never been in a fight. Alan, you've never been in a fight. Okay. Check the PA news for today. School on lockdown because of violence. Damn. That sucks. Uh, Amos said, remember Cat Williams got choked out by an eighth grader back in the day? It wasn't an eighth grader. And, you know, there's some of them are strong. Leave Cat alone, Amos. Does one punch count? Did you throw the punch or did you get punched? I mean, either way, that's not really a fight. 
But I guess, yeah. Yeah, if a punch was thrown, it counts. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I told Alice, not since 7th grade, but you have been in one. Jared Taylor said, yes, one fight. I ain't about swinging first. Took the guy to the ground, headlock, let him up. He came at me with a knife. Oh, my God. High school yard fight. Damn. Uh, hell, we started fighting with cousins and siblings. It's a prereq of my family. There you go. Does karate count? Good God, no. Does karate count? No. For the love of God, please don't be doing karate out here in the streets. I will see you get your ass whooped, Jeff Bell. Oh, John Doria said, I punched he down. Nice. Nice. Tell it out that I'll be in one if Alex was willing to wave it and shut his pie hole. <laughs> uh, Mina said, I'm two for two. Was KO'd once. Last fight at 30. Wow. Alan Denson, wait. I thought one was. Damn it. Damn it, Alan. Mark said, I mean, I work in bars for a long I worked in bars for a long time. I don't even know how many guys I had to choke out. Yeah, it happens, especially in bar biz. Especially drunk dudes. Um, so I don't know how we got on that. Oh, we were talking about the fighting thing. Karate. Do you know karate? Can we get some sibity pap breakdowns? Yes. Some skibbity paps. Not sibity paps. Skibbity paps. Yes, we're gonna do a a um film sesh here in a bit. Yeah, drunk dudes are easier to take down. Yeah, drug dudes are easy to fight. Cece's too boozy for jail. But you were in the military, Cece. I figured maybe, you know, look, in the trenches, hand-to-hand, combat to combat. All right, so Duke uh, Riley Leonard headed to uh, Notre Dame. And uh, I wanted to point out, Iowa star uh, Caitlin Clark has signed a deal with Gatorade, an NIL deal. And uh, that's the... I don't think it gave, I don't know why I just sounded like I'm from the, I don't think it gave a number. Uh, To launch the deal, Clark appears in a new video titled You Can Too, aiming to inspire the next generation of basketball players. The company will donate $22,000, a reference to Clark's jersey, to the Caitlin Clark Foundation. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, Nope. I don't see a dollar figure, which, you know. We're all greedy hoes. That's all we want to know about. Well, would she get paid? But it doesn't say. Now, it does say this. This is a quote from uh, Clark when she talked about signing the deal, which good for her. She said, quote, I am fortunate to be a part of the first generation of collegiate athletes who are not only able to contribute to the legacy of our colleges and universities, but also to start to build something of our own off the court. Working with a brand like Gatorade is really a dream come true, but NIL is about more than just endorsements and partnerships. Athletes are learning about entire industries, how they work, and how we might be able to pursue other passions while we're playing and after our playing careers are over. Okay, smarty pants. Okay. Good for her, though. That's dope. She's a little feisty one. I did more fights. Uh, I did more fighting in the military than I did as a civilian due to jealousy. Okay. Um, 
What did Flip say? Where'd that go? Oh. CZ, that's when you have to find all the X's in the camera. Um, okay. So there's your there's your sports headlines for the day, folks. Glad we got that out of the way. Uh, let's see. We did not get to this yesterday. And uh, I don't know if you remember this or not. Oh, shit. I needed that. Get back here. Reopen, close tab. Reopen, close tab. Okay. Trying to find the original article. <laughs> These are all recently. So, a while back, let's see, this was. <laughs> Well, that's not what I want. God bless it. Here we go. Sports Illustrated. Maybe they wrote something about it. Oh, frick. This is just, I just hate, I hate the pop-up ad blocker a warning. Yeah, no shit. Can somebody make an ad blocker that can't be detected for frick's sake? Um, Let's see. Steve uh, Kerr back in November after a loss to Phoenix in Phoenix. Kerr had this to say about the building, about uh, the, oh, Hugh Dab said, go get a cat. I want to show my cat your cat. That sounds kinky. Uh, I will go get a cat. Let me do this real quick. So, um, It, 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 this was November 22nd. This is what Kerr said about playing in Phoenix. Quote, in this building, you can't hear anything. Quote, it's like a South Beach club out there. What are we doing? I'm being dead serious. I couldn't hear anything out there. It's just the whole game. It's just thumping techno club music. Can we just have a basketball game anymore? What the hell? Sorry for the rant. Ugh. Ugh. So Kerr didn't appreciate the son's choice for uh, music, I guess, internally, right? It was, uh, he didn't like it. He didn't like it. And so, let's see here. Hold on. There, Barry. Let's let's calm it down, Chief. Oh, oh my! I have lost it. There we go. This is what a DJ did in Phoenix while the the Golden State Warriors were there. Mid game, a Suns DJ did the following. 
in this building, you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a, it's like a South Beach club. It's just it's thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. Thumping techno club music. That's just fantastic, bro. That that is that is is just absolutely fantastic. You know what? I love it. I love it. Super In this building, you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a it's like a South Beach club. It's just it's thumping techno club music. Thumping. They asked her about it techno later club music that night. They were like, it's like I must have had a hundred people sitting music." music. Actually, I don't know if this was if Kerr was there. Uh, but they uh, they asked Kerr about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I think I had like a hundred different people send me the tweet." And he's like, "I thought it was hilarious." Well, good, good for you, Steve Kerr, for rolling with the punches. Well, well done, and uh, kudos to that that son's DJ for uh, the hilarious antics. Okay, I gotta go get a cat. It's three thirty. Halfway through the show, we go until five. When we come back, I'm going to get rid of that. I. S- nope. Th- that wasn't supposed to be that. Uh, when we come back, I still have um, one more video for you. A sport out of Pakistan that you do not want to miss. Okay. Uh, We're going to do that. We're going to talk a little Patrick Mahomes and his outbursts and what he's saying now. We're going to talk some Shohei Otani and his deal. Rumors are out about the makeup of the deal. That's interesting. We can discuss. And I've got your updated uh, AFC and NFC playoff picture. Plus, we still, and if we have time, we will do a film sesh of a Dallas Cowboy fan fighting a Philadelphia Eagle fan. Uh, somebody tagged me on it and, uh, we'll, we'll do a film session. If we have some time to break that down. Yeah. Yeah. Sound good. Oh, misogyny is a sport now. What? I want to see Kerr's face. Steve Kerr. Listens. None of this is coming through on my chat channel. What happened? Did this get messed up? Oh my God. No. The last chat message I got from you guys was. Hugh Dad, that's called scissoring from Cisco. That was a uh, that was a while back. Uh, yeah. So shout out DJ Phoenix. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, how to curtail? Okay. Yeah. So I'll be back. Okay. Let's take a quick break. Quick little breakity break. Come back. We'll finish up the show. Hour and a half left. Plenty to talk about. Uh, plus your chats and. And a whole lot more hilarious shenanigans. All right, this is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Labanek. Stick around. I'm going to take a quick little break. Give me another drink. Get a cat for Hugh Dab so he can show his cat my cat. My cat can't see your cat. Maybe you should send me a photo of your cat, Hugh Dab. Huh? No? Okay. It's fine. Uh, all right, we'll be back right after this. Oh, and don't, I got tickets to give away to my show tomorrow. Is it? F, is FJ here? Do I have, is FJ here? FJ had a ticket, I think, one ticket for my show tomorrow at the Houston Improv. I'm on the Houston AF. 
it's the improv show that they put on together called Houston AF, and uh, I'm on it with a plethora of other comics. So, yeah. Uh, Wallace. Wrong kind of cat pick, bro. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Don't go anywhere. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Levinex. Stick around.
of the show. Mr. Grumpy Pants here. Oliver the Cat not having it. Why are you so grumpy, boy? He's about to hiss. He is angry. But the people want to see you. You used to never be like this. You used to never be grumpy. I'd bring you in here. You'd be super happy. I know. Here he's going to. Did he hiss? Oh, butthole. Butthole alert. No. Spencer, my other cat, was uh looking like, what the hell? The most famous puss in all the world. Ah, uh, yes. What's up, Tigers? Good to see you. Okay, my, my, uh, Peg Nabbit. My chat window has died on me. Come on, fam. What are we doing? All right. We have a bunch to get to. Uh, yo, what another hype dream. Does this mean I have to do another shot? Another shot. Darn it to heck. Let's go. Uh, Donna, thank you for the resub. Mark, thank you for the resub. Donna has been subscribed for 20 months now. What? And she resubscribed with her uh, Prime account. As did Mark. Thank you for the 18 months subscribe with Prime. Look, it's a good deal. You don't even have to spend money to subscribe to this channel. If you have Amazon Prime, you get a free Twitch subscription that you can give to any creator in the world. I mean, it doesn't have to be me, but you know. It could be. If you haven't used it yet, well, heck, get it. Use it. Jared, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. So Donna resubscribed for 20. Mark G resubscribed for 18. Jay with 100 bitties. Hi, Jen. I hope you're good. I love you. Hugh Dab, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Jared, Jared Taylor, thank you for the 100 bits. Jared said, I like trains and to be hyped. <laughs> like the Suns DJ, right? This place, I mean, it's like techno. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, Joel, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. All right. Badass second hype train of the day. What? What? We're out here just, just having a little train party. Hey, right, cheers. I love you guys, man. Thank you all so much. Uh, hope you're having a good day. Yay. Daddy's going to be drunk. All right, that's my second shot. It's so good. Mm, I love it. Oh my God. <sighs> no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> the puss was not making you hype. That was a cat, not a puss. I mean, kind of the same thing. Um, Wallace said, how do you subscribe with Prime? It's kind of a convoluted thing. I think actually Wallace, check this out. Hold on. If I type in Prime and the boom, there it is. 
Boop, there it is. Uh, if you click on that, it's like connect your Amazon Prime account to Twitch and subscribe to Barry on Deck for free. Go to gaming.amazon.com forward slash home. And when you do that, uh, it should show you something as such. Uh, this son of a bitch, this don't work right. And then you come down and you say, uh, so it says in-game content, yeah, 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 yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Let's see. You can come up here and you, so I think you have to sign in first and then you can do it. Okay. Well, we've got people that have done it, but I think pretty sure you have to click sign in. You sign in to Prime. Let me, uh. If you're already subscribed, it won't pull up. Ah, so you have to wait until your subscription expires to move over to Prime. Gotcha. Let's see. So I'm signing it. Oh. 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 Uh, oh. Oh. All right. So here's what I did. Let's see, Barry. All right, so when you, once you sign in, you go to your thing and your thing anything, and then you go about Prime Gaming, and then you have free games, Twitch channel sub, gaming benefits, and more from Prime. Uh, and then you go here and you go start subbing. And uh, I guess it won't let me know because I'm already subscribed. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why it's doing that. <laughs> Jared said, uh, let's see. If you're already subscribed, it won't. And for some reason, I started subscribing to Barry on Deck six months at a time. What? Is that even possible? Can you do that? So you better not quit on us. Oh, yeah. I. That's why I would quit. <laughs> to, to, to steal your... Six months sub? That's great. I didn't even know you could subscribe for six months at a time. That's pretty dope, Mr. Taylor. Thank you, sir. I can never sub on the app. Always have to go to the browser on my phone to do it. Really? Mm. I I wonder if it's like Apple that does that because they charge more or some shit. Probably. Probably. I don't know. I wish I knew more about this stuff. I don't. Uh, look at Ivan. Three more days, and then I'm off for three weeks. Let's go, fam. What are you doing, Ivan? What are you going to do? Huh? What are you going to do? I have confidence and optimism. Well, that makes one of us. I ain't going to lie. 2024. Kind of, uh, kind of the, 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 the pivotal point. Not just for this show. But maybe for my comedy career, too. Things don't pick up. I might just put it all on hold or just quit. I don't know which. <laughs> Alex said gamble. Uh, this, don't, bro, don't, you're going to gamble all the Christmas present money for the kids away, Ivan. I feel like that's Ivan. That's how he loses his family. As he just makes a bunch of bad bets with the Christmas money and his wife's like, that's it. We're moving in with your mom. And they just move out and they move in with his mom. And he's like, what the fuck, mom? And she's like, well, you know, I, I like her better. 
Like, this is not even your real daughter. I don't know. Spend the time with the kiddos next week, uh, then up in the air after that. Yeah. Nice, dude. Well, whatever it is, have fun doing it. Okay, um, let's get back to... Uh, what do we want to do? What do we, what time is it? 345 and yes, gamble. That's a damn shame, buddy, 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 guy, guy, buddy, buddy, guy. That's a damn shame, buddy. Oh, you can copy. What? I didn't know I could do that. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Oh, I didn't know I could do that. Oh, that that uh, that's kind of a game changer here, folks. Hold on. Hmm. I'll be damned. Uh. Okay. Boy, this has been a tough day. Of Bitch, how did that not work? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is working, folks. Sorry. Should I just cancel the stream for the day? I think so. I think we'll just cancel the stream for the day. Good night! Oh, fuck me. All right. Um, here, we're going to watch this video first. But before we talk about Shohei Otani, Santa got shot. What? Well, I said bye. TDP hit Santa's sleigh with his truck. I like how y'all giving me help on how not to give them gifts. Tell him Santa's broke. Yeah, you could always go the Jenny route. Rude-ass Jenny route. You could always do that. That's always fun. I guess. Um, let's watch this video. Uh, this is a video of um, a sport. I saw it on... God, where did I see this? I think I was doom scrolling Instagram. And um, upon seeing this at first, I was like, yo, this is fake. This has to be fake. And uh, it's not. It turns out it's not. It, it, it turns out. That it is 101,000% real. And it is called. Oh, shit. Uh, slap Kabaddi. Check this out. Yo, watch this man go full anime. We don't need the music. Like, okay. So this is called. Yo, Al. Al. Mm. Mm. He's slapping the shit out of him. Boy! Ba 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 ba. Oh, that look like a face slap. Oh, yo. What? Bitch, back up. 
this man. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be fake. This looks, I mean, this looks planned, right? I think this is fake. This is the part where I was like, nah, this is fake. This is thousand percent fake, but they're still slapping the shit out of each other, right? And then my man's like, winner. And he's like, suck it, nerds, suck it. And I was looking at the comments and, and, uh, they were like, I don't know what this is, but this dude is the Michael Jordan of it. Whatever it, whatever it is, it, this dude is definitely the Michael Jordan of it. Like right here is like, Ooh, this is not a Kumite. I could never do that. No, the crazy thing is, is it's on sand, which somebody pointed out in the comments of the video on Instagram. They were like, do you know how hard it is just to run in sand? My man is out here flying. This is the part where I was like, okay, but like people, that's crazy right there. Just to be able to jump that high. I, why are you running with him, by the way? See, like, I feel like he knew where the next guy was coming from. See, that's very wrestling-ish right there. That, that's the fake part. But somebody in the chat said, oh, here's another one. So Daily Motion has a video of it's called Pakistani wrestling slapping, kabaddi, freestyle boxing. Now I went to, of course I went to the interwebs and looked up slap kabaddi. Sounds like a. It sounds like the remix to a. You want to slap your body, body, slap your body, body, slap. Yeah, body, body. Oh, wale, wale. Uh, and this is the wiki page for it. So, slap kabaddi or thapad, thapad kabaddi is a Pakistani variant of kabaddi, which is particularly popular in Punjab. Two players aim to slap each other, scoring one point for each slap landed on the opponent above the waist. No dick slaps. No dick slaps. So one point landed above the waist. The winner is the one who scores the most points or who can force his opponent to forfeit the match. Punches are not allowed, though players can slam into each other. There is no time limit or limit to the number of slaps that can be executed, though causing injury to the opponent results in disqualification in some matches. What? Um, but if we go over here to the variants of Kabaddi, Kabaddi is a contact team sport played between two teams of seven players originating in ancient India. The objective of the game is for a single player on offense referred to as a Raider to run into the opposing team, half of the court, touch out as many as their players and return to their own half court, all without being tackled by the defenders in 30 seconds. We watched a video on this. We totally watched this on YouTube's on a show. You guys remember that? We watched this. K A B A D D I E. It it kind of it reminds me of Kabaddi, and it's like um like a uh, bad Bobby. 
Yeah, I saw that episode where we watched it. Yeah. It was wild. Slapping on the bare back hurts like a motherfucker. Yes. This was, here you go. This is a Kabaddi highlight. This is a, a Kabaddi highlight. Uh, There we go. It's like, yeah, I am Kabaddi, bitch. Booyah. Booyah, car. Uh, Let's see. Boop. Here we go. Where they try to, like, you try to cross the line and touch people. And you're like, bitch. So I guess they can't do nothing while he's not. Oh, but once he crosses the line, he, I touched you. He looks scared. He's like, good job. Oh, he got him. So you got to go across and come back without getting got. That's crazy. So, yeah, we watched this. But this is, oh, there they go. And they tackled him. This is, so that's like regular Kabaddi. But we don't give a shit about that because we got For what? No. Bro. What? It's basically Red Rover. In a way, yeah, it feels like Red Rover. It feels like Red Rover. (laughs) Vince McMahon picking up the phone now. That's funny. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Slap Kabaddi different than Kabaddi. Slap Kabaddi looks fun. Way funner. Um, I wonder if there's other videos of Slap Kabaddi. Let's see. Where's my mouse at? There we go. Slap Kabaddi! It's the same dude. Oh, yo! Yo, them is big boys. Oh, here we go. Oh, my God. Some of these cats is big. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. 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 Shush, 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 shush. Here's slap Kabaddi right here. Damn. So this, look, he mush-faced him. He's like, mush Damn. Damn, slap him though. This is just wrestling right here. Okay. Uh, uh, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? He scared the shit out of him. He just jumped in the air. Yo, my man got some ups though. My man got ups. You saw that? On dirt, no less. He's like, wait, 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 wait. What, bitch? Oh, wow. Wow. So what's he trying to get to? That just looks hilarious to me. See, that's got to be planned. That is 100% planned. Yeah. Yeah, this this whole sport is a sham. It's a it's a total fake sham. That's what this is. It's the same dude. I think he's like an exhibitionist or whatever. Here we go. Let's watch this one real fast. What is this? Man, this is big boys right there. Oh, there's more guys in here now. So this is like Kabaddi, but slap Kabaddi. Or oh, 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 oh man. So now they just go one-on-one here. He's like, okay. 
Man, yeah. The dirt. You can't stop him from getting back to his side. Damn. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Big boy is... And he gassed. And he gassed. That's pretty crazy, man. Pretty, pretty. Oh, shit. Look at this Al Bundy looking son of a bitch. Look at this. Now, this is a, this is a body. Now I feel like an athlete seeing this body. I feel like an athlete. Hey, what? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Bitch, come at me. I don't know. He's like, come on. I almost did a bunch of racist accents. He's like, no. Yeah, this is like hammed up too much for me. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, I feel like this is all hammed up. They want him to like do something to somebody and try chasing him off. I don't know. This feels fake. I want to see big boy slap the shit out of somebody. Oh, here we go. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. What is this? My man got his balls hanging out. <laughs> what the hell was that about? He's like, uh. <laughs> Drake called him the Indian Rev House. CC said, what country is this? I'm asking, or Jen said, what country is this? I'm asking for CC. I think this is either India or Pakistan. What the fuck is this man doing? That looks uh, uh What are the rules? Of, I don't know what this is. <laughs> Cisco said it was an and one mixtape of slap Kabadi. Oh, that's hilarious. He's like, well, no, wait a minute. My draws is up my ass. Like, does this dude ever going to slap somebody? He's like, uh-oh. Oh, shit. Oh, here we go. He's like the Andre the Giant of Slap Kabaddi. Oh! Damn. Damn. <clears throat> Who's counting, by the way? <clears throat> Who's counting all these slaps? Pop! Like, they, the way they rear back, there's no way that that, 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 how does that land? If you give me one of these, I, you know it's coming. Like, how do you? <coughs> Blue shorts is following the no flinching rule. Yeah, right? Oh, hell. Shorts up equals fight time. <laughs> okay. I feel like now this is, yeah, this is definitely... Um, this definitely feels a little forced, right? Good times. Good times had by all. He's slapping the top of his bald dude's head. Yeah, that wasn't very nice. <clears throat> all right, that was uh, Slap Kabaddi. I saw that on Instagram. I was like, oh, we got to talk about that on the show. We got we to gotta talk about that. Uh... <laughs> Uh, he's the Harlem Globetrotter of Slap Kabaddi. Kind of was. Oh, excuse me, Lord Jesus. Okay, I. Damn it. Oh, let's get let's let's cover this real fast. Let's discuss, shall we?
Oh, you dirty, dirty minx, you. You little dirty minx. Uh, 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 uh. That's not what I wanted. Sorry, guys. My, uh, my slides are a little out of sorts. Okay, here we go. Um, Patrick Mahomes has apologized. Lord, I apologize. Uh, if you didn't know, if you missed it, we talked about it yesterday on this show. Uh, we talked about his rant after the Chiefs game where he was pissed off that uh, the refs blew a call where Tony was clearly offsides. Kadarius Tony lined up offsides, negated a touchdown. And um, Mahomes went on a tirade on the sidelines, throwing his helmet and pitching a fit and screaming and crying. You ever watch somebody when they get so mad they cry? That was pretty much Patrick Mahomes yesterday where he was just like, this is not okay. (laughs) I hate you. So, um... Then after after the the game was over, uh, him and Josh Allen met to shake hands, which Mahomes has been on the winning side of that just as many times as he's been on the losing side, if not more. And during the handshake, uh, a camera caught Mahomes telling Allen, wildest fucking call I've ever seen. Offensive offsides on that play, man, fucking terrible. So Mahomes, after that, goes to the press conference and in front of the world is like, I don't think they were good or murder, but they're not murder, or however he sounds. Everybody says he sounds like Kermit, but I don't think he sounds like Kermit. But he does sound like Danny McBride on Eastbound and Down. A million percent. I know you guys have all seen the video. It's so accurate. Because Kermit's more like Kermit the Frog here. That's not what he sounds like. He sounds more like Fozzie than Kermit. No, he doesn't sound like Kermit. He sounds like Fozzie more than Kermit. <laughs> Total Dallas. Mahomes deep to my auto. Um, so he came out after, after the tirade on the sidelines, slamming his helmet after the, um, the not dust up, just the, the pouty, the pouty McPowderson with Josh Allen on, uh, at, at midfield after the game. And then his post game presser where he was pissed, um, he apologized for all of it. He was like, I don't want to react that way. I mean, I care. I love it. I love this game. I love my teammates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean you get to act like an asshole because you love it. I get it. You got passionate. Look, this isn't the crime of the century, okay? I'm not over here telling you I can't believe they let him get away with this. It's not the crime of the century. It was It was the cry of the century, maybe. Uh, but the crime of the century, no, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but he, he talked about, you know, obviously you can't do that. Um, and he said, I want, I, 
I love it. I love this game. I love my teammates. I want to go out there and put everything on the line to win. But obviously, you can't do that. Can't be that way towards officials and really anybody in life. He added, more than anything, I regretted the way I acted towards Josh after the game because he had nothing to do with it. And then I told you the quote that he said. Mahomes said, on Monday, I was still hot and emotional, but you can't do that. It's not a great example for kids watching the game. I was more upset about that than me on the sidelines. So he was more upset about being a dick to Josh Allen than he was about pitching a fit and acting like a crybaby and throwing his helmet. Uh, he said, I was still hot and emotional, uh, but you can't do that. I read that already. Obviously, I've seen it now, and if he didn't check and they weren't good, it's a foul. You don't say! Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen! Kadarius Tony was offsides, according to Patrick Mahomes. All that for you to go back and be like, My bad. My bad, everybody. My bad. Bro, is, this is this is this quote. Obviously, I've seen it now, and if he didn't check and they weren't good, it's a foul. It is something you rarely see called the NFL, but it was a foul. It's part of playing the game, man. You learn from it. It's part of being a person. You learn from your mistakes, and you try to be better next time. Or... Or you wait to be a dick until you see the film because you're out there audibleizing and, and I don't know, grand 19, grand 19, or whatever you're saying. Cancer, catch this ball. You're not paying attention to Kadarius Tony. Like, that's the, that's the man you should be mad at, not Josh Allen, not the referees. <laughs> So you do all that, you pitch the fit, you throw the helmet down because you're disgusted because your team has been shit in the bed. You do all that. And then you double down by being a dick to Josh Allen. And then you go in your presser and you're, Timothy Frog here, I am angry. And then you come back the next day after watching the film, you're like, oh. He didn't even check. Oh, my God. Gosh, dog at Kadarius. About got me out here cussing like Philip Rivers. Gosh darn it, man. Shoot to heck. Frick. Chiefs coach Andy Reid said that Tony did not check with the sideline official to make sure he was lined up correctly. Asked what his coaching advice to Tony would be this week. Reed said, just make sure you check. Make sure you check with the guy on the side just to see if you're aligned. He was two inches away from or an inch from being legal. That, no, that's ridiculous. It wasn't an inch. It, this is a fucking inch right here. That is an inch, okay? From that little crease right there to that part of the knuckle, that's an inch on most people. All right. He wasn't off by that or two of those. If he was, then the referee would have been like, eh, if he checks, I'll warn him, but I'm not going to throw the flag here. He wasn't going to be off by two inches and it be a flag thrown. You've got to be egregiously offsides like he was 
Gotta love Andy Reid still trying to spin it. I mean, he was offsides, but it was only offsides by an inch, see? I don't know how Andy Reid teleported to the 20s. Yeah, and, and Donna, that's exactly right. The official says they're not required to give a warning. If you check with them, they'll tell you, mm-mm. Got to back up. Because what you'll see if you really watch, and you probably didn't know this before. Hey, what's up, D'Amico Cinco? Um, if you watched, you probably didn't notice it before, but what they'll do is... <laughs> Tegra said, I have you muted at the moment uh, for something, but looked over and saw that dance. <laughs> yeah, it. what you'll see is they'll look and they'll point. And then you'll see them... Back up. So they'll they'll be on the they'll be standing there ready and they'll and they'll check and the referee will tell them back up. What you've seen it before. I know you have. I know you've seen receivers point and then back up off the line a little bit or move up on the line. Cause sometimes you, you have to cover up uh the tackle. On one, at least once, you have to have so many men on line of scrimmage. You have can't, or you can't cover up the 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 tight end or whatever. So they'll tell you to move up or move back or whatever. But not if you don't check. <laughs> Jared Taylor Reed is obviously a guy. Obviously a guy. One inch equals one foot. Hundred percent. He was off by by an inch. Uh, that's not an inch. <clears throat> let's see Mahomes was subject to a fine from the NFL for his actions and comments and said Monday that he would accept any punishment that comes his way you have to accept the consequences of your actions and that's something that I've always stood by I obviously didn't act in the way that I usually act and if there's consequences that come from that I obviously accept them yeah because you're not going to double down to be like hell no how come I don't get a warning like that's what this is all about Patrick uh, Ivan said D-Hop did it all the time, the pointing to check. A every receiver does. Any receiver that's lined up like that, slot receivers you won't usually see do it, but receivers that are like uh, the, the what is it, the X and the Z? Or X and Y, I forget now. Whatever it is, the two outside receivers, they're going to they're gonna always check. Just to be sure. So, well, maybe not always, but... You know what? He might have just, it might have just been something where, hey, it was just a lot going on, but you still got to check, man. Still got to check. Uh, how can they, how can the refund tell him to back up? He never looked at the ref. Oh, yeah. Mahomes is a LeBron of the NFL. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Flip said, not a Chiefs fan. But at that point in the game, that was a bad call in terms of watching football as a viewer. No. Look, man, you can't just let the rules slide because of spectacular play was made. In fact, the flag was thrown before I'm sure the pass was thrown by, not by, not even by Kelsey, but by Mahomes. As soon as the ball was snapped, poop, yellow flag goes up in the air. You can see it clearly. And then Mahomes make the, makes the pass. And then Kelsey finds a loafing, pouty Kadarius Tony wide open, throws it back to him, touchdown. Bring it back. So it's not like they were like, oh, shit, they scored? It was th the flag was thrown before the first pass was thrown. Well before the backwards pass was thrown. 
or lateral. So a foul's a foul, and 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 a you know, especially one so egregious like that. Uh, like when he said, just let us play, huh? What? Then why have refs at all? Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Amos said, has everyone seen how often, how Dan Orlowski broke down how often Tony lines up offsides? No, but he needs to advise his brother to man up and accept his consequences. His brother's a whole different douchebag story. So that was the quote from Mahomes. There you go. You're up to speed now uh, on the goings-ons with one Patricia Mahomes. That's not. That's not it at all. All right. uh, One other thing we can discuss. We got some times. Flip said, hold on. What does Flip say here? Technically, it was offsides. There's no technically about it. It was offsides. There's no like technically means like, I mean, it was a judgment call. It's not. He was offsides. There's no technically about it. The man was lined up a foot in front of everybody else. At least. Do you understand in football they say it's a game of inches? Do you know why they say it's a game of inches? Because that's that's the window and the difference between a catch or not a catch, a completion or not a completion, a first down or not a first down. So you, it's not like you can get an extra foot on on your your route for free across the line and it'd be okay. Because that one foot, that 12 inches, literally can be the difference between a completed pass or not completed pass. Especially if a team is playing zone and they're backing up. Like, it's just, no, fam. No. (laughs) He was lined up three yards behind the DB. (laughs) What's up, West? my God? I mean, yeah, you can't. It's not okay. There's no technically about it, Flip. The motherfucker was off sides. <sighs> Flip said, technically it was off sides. If they're going to call all penalties, then linemen hold on every play and lots of guards fall start. See, that's the, that's that other part that's like, eh. Nah. Don't start that. If you And Flip, the only reason you say that is because you've heard somebody else say it. Like you can watch, you can watch games, and you ain't watching for holds. When you see one, an egregious hold, you miss it, right? But that's like saying, like most people will tell you, well, there's always pass interference on every play too. Have you watched the hand fighting? Go read the rule book, and you realize that that's not the case. You can actually grab a jersey. You can actually put your hands on a, on a receiver as long as you're not expressly impeding their ability to make progress or the catch. You can touch them all you want. So to tell the truth, he'll be cashing checks long after I'm dead. What? Uh, interested to hear your take on Otani. Oh, we're going to get to it, buddy. Going to get to it. Why didn't why did that go away? I don't know why my my little uh, overlay here has been acting funny. Uh, I, I, the them manipulating things to add more players. Oh, yeah. 
I hate. Yeah. So. Okay. So that's. Damn. I clean my desk. Cat dander everywhere. All right. So let's talk about the Otani thing. Let's get to it. If you didn't hear what's going on, uh, Shohei Otani has deferred. Okay. Well, first of all, let me say Shohei Otani got a, a, a 10 year, $700 million deal from the Los Angeles Dodgers. He signed the richest North American sports contract, guaranteed sports contract in the history of sports in North America. Now, you know, we don't go all the way back to the Pancrase days or, you know, maybe there was some Greco-Roman gladiator that came over here with Christopher Columbus. And and then, you know, I feel like I'm combining errors. You know, maybe there was a Greco-Roman wrestler who came over on the Mayflower and he signed a really rich deal which allowed him to wrestle and march with Dr. King on Washington. Anyways, <laughs> if you missed it, Shohei Otani signed the richest North American deal, $700 million over 10 years, $70 million a year. There was a rumor that floated out when the news came out that said, yeah, a lot of this money is going to be deferred. That's what I'm hearing. Somebody said that on Twitter, not me. When I saw that, I was like, ah, I mean, I could see them deferring some money, right? I could see them, I could see them doing that possibly. Maybe the old Bobby Bonilla trick. Remember that, that occurred too. If you're going to be mad at Otani, let's just be real clear here. If you're going to be mad at Otani and the Dodgers, you need to pause. I don't want to see you celebrating on Bobby Bonilla day. Bobby Bonilla is still getting paid, and the man hasn't played in years in baseball. And the reason is because he deferred his money. I get what you're saying, 75 Truth. I get it. I get it. What this is, more than just deferring the money, it's manipulating the ability for the team to have the money to get new players now. What they did was they basically committed to being a World Series contender for the next seven to ten years and then sucking really, 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 really bad for the following ten years. you got to pay the piper at some point, okay? It's not like they deferred the money forever. It's not like they deferred it until he's retired. How old is Shohei Otani? How, how old is uh, Otani? Otani is, let's see. Oh, come on. How old is my dude? 29. He's not playing until he's 49. Okay, so this will take him to 39. And then maybe a few years here, maybe a few years not. At the end of those 10 years, by the way, if we go to Spot Track, um, let's see. 
go. <clears throat> um, so uh, this says this will end up getting refinanced over and over, and he'll get paid just as long as Bonilla. Ah, eh, maybe, maybe. Here's the uh, first of all, before you get mad, which seventy five through said, um, <laughs> just keep pitching Kershaw on the playoffs; it'll all be fine. You can't really get mad at at the Dodgers though. You can't be mad at Major League Baseball. Any team in baseball could have made this deal. That's the that's the thing. That's the crazy part about it. No one wanted to commit to that because it's suicide. You got to pay it now or pay it later, right? And the luxury tax, I think the, the one of the benefits, though, is eh, I don't know how much of this counts against the luxury tax, but cash outlay, yeah, they don't have to pay it right away. Let's see. This says... Uh, the details of the deferral package were uncovered. Not only is there nothing to laugh about anymore, but to say that Otani deserves credit here would be disrespect. Did the Dodgers float the idea of utilizing deferred compensation to lower his annual uh, CBT rate and help a winning team stay competitive? Of course, and so did every single one of the other 8 to 12 teams who may have actually sniffed at this engagement. Deferrals and MOB are a two-way street, and more often than not, the player, his agent, and certainly his financial advisor are the ones that will pull the plug on long-term deals uh, that contain significant deferrals. Why? Money now, uh, please, before it disintegrates with the rest of the economy in 10 years. That's a fact, right? $50,000 10 years ago was a lot more than $50,000 now. If you made if you made fifty thousand dollars in nineteen eighty, that was a lot of money. Fifty thousand dollars in twenty twenty three, it's not the same at all. It's still good money, but it ain't the same. So, and it says this this article says everything about Otani's deal. Uh, $700 million with the Dodgers is historic, and we do our best to detail it. Total value, Otani's deal is $237 million more than any other contract. Uh, let's see. For context, the Braves have been famously aggressive in signing their young talent. Here's what $700 million has bought them. Austin Riley, Matt Olson, Ronald Acuna Jr., Spencer Strider, Sean Murphy, and Michael Harris. That's crazy. Total contract average salary. 26.7 more than the previous leader in the clubhouse, Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer. It's Aaron Judge's $40 million per year, um, plus another 30 for his star- service as a starting pitcher. The deferrals. Okay, we knew this contract wouldn't come without a crazy, uh, and we got plenty of it. Otani himself agreed to defer 68 of the $70 million annually without interest. Into 2034 to 2043. That's right. He'll only be taking $2 million cash per year or $20 million total from the Dodgers over the next 10 seasons. Once his current contract is completed in 2023, Otani will earn $68 million every July 1st from 2034 to 2043. Take that, Bobby Bonilla. Future ramifications are significant in various ways, possibly most notably from a personal tax perspective. The $680 million deferred will become income based on wherever he resides in 2034 and beyond. So not necessarily a high-income tax state like California. Mm? So a shrewd move there. I didn't realize that. That's smart. Uh, Let's see. Of course, everyone with an eye for economics is screaming out loud this morning as Otani Deferro's structure breaks the cardinal financial rule. Money today is always much more valuable than money tomorrow. 
I'm going to go out on a limb here and claim that his financial package of 680, his ability to earn 50 million a year from endorsements, uh, allow him to break a few economic rules. And then if you're wondering about what the, what the rules say in major league baseball, one more thing, cause I had to look for myself to make sure this wouldn't be a thing. If you're wondering if what Otani and the Dodgers are doing, uh, should be contested by the league or the owners, the current collective bargaining agreement says otherwise. <clears throat> Article 16, deferred compensation. There shall be, here, I'm going to put this on the screen. There, where'd it go? <clears throat> there shall be no limitations on either the amount of deferred compensation or the percentage of total compensation attributable to, attributable to deferred compensation for which a uniforms player a uniform player's contract may provide. So this isn't necessarily a loophole. It's just not something a player has ever agreed to do, is what the contract says. Uh, it's happened, but not at a 97% clip. Uh, here we go. This is what I was interested in. Uh, thanks to its historic deferral package, Otani's $700 million total value contract is downsized to 460 in terms of its present-day value, which means that over 10 years, Shoei's luxury tax will drop from $70 million to $46 million. It's still the highest in the history of baseball, but now only by $2.7 million. Okay. Uh, which, means, which now means that over 10 years... Okay. With Otani on the books at this figure, the Dodgers projected 40-man CBD payroll currently stands at $218 million, $19 million under the original threshold, and almost $80 million below the top super tax threshold. In other words, the Dodgers can do plenty more here in the offseason. So, yeah, it was smart. That's the thing. I mean, you have to remember, this was smart, and anyone could have done this. That's the, that's the point, is... I mean, look, it's a huge commitment, huge commitment. And you got to pay the piper now or later. But they are choosing to be competitive for the next 10 years. And then uh, my guess is they won't be. I don't, I don't mind it simply because, <clears throat> you know what? Let me put it in other terms. You know who was really good at stuff like this? You know who was really good at finding ways around financial limitations in their sport, Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey was fantastic at doing this for the Rockets. And as Rockets fans, we didn't give a shit. Okay. Cool. Keep it up. Be smart. So uh, why would you hate now? I mean, I know it's the hated Dodgers. I get that. I know that it's the Dodgers, and I know that everybody in this city hates them. I get it. But you can't, I mean, don't hate the player, hate the game, right? Be mad at the collective bargaining agreement that allows this to happen. That would be my point. Uh, California going to fall in the ocean before he gets all of his money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a what a uh, Chris from used to say. This will end up. Uh, this will end up getting refinanced over and over. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, uh, we already read that one. Let's see. He's getting that money 
after the 10 years. California is going to fall in the ocean. Let's see. I missed the last few minutes. Can Cali tax offices change the laws that require him to pay to Cali? No. I mean, I guess they can, but then that that's the ramifications for that means they change it for everybody in the state. Because of one dude's sports contract, they ain't doing that. They ain't doing that. Trust me. Cali loves the way that they're doing it right now. And one dude getting out of paying a lot of money. Hey, rules are rules, man. Rules are rules. They'll have no problem paying it with all the merch they're going to sell overseas. Exactly. That's the windfall of a contract and, and a name like Otani. Is that you get one of the most high-profile athletes in sports. You're going to make a killing. Everybody is. He is. Baseball is. The Dodgers are. Everybody is. Uh, flips that accept legal drugs. They stay the same price. And comic pay. Uh, Otani going to make $700 million outside of baseball the next 10 years. Very well could. He's on his second elbow. He might pitch top uh, tops three to four more years. Well, so he's not pitching next year at all. Remember, he had surgery in September. He's going to be, they paid $70 million, or now they're paying $2 million for him to just be a DH next year. He won't be back on the mound until 2025. And then they'll be paying $2 million for a two-way superstar. Best player on the planet. It's genius. It's it's just genius. It's just genius. Uh, indubitably. Uh, can you put on one of those old seventeen hundred wigs with white curly hair to read these articles? I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess I could. Otani is gambling. He'll win titles and make more ultimately. Oh, Finn, he's gonna make more. I mean, he's gonna like they said in the article. His endorsement deals. I wouldn't be surprised. The article said. 50 million in endorsements. I was I was going to say I thought it might be somewhere in the 40s, but it could be 40 to 60 easily. And I said that yesterday when we were talking about the deal. This is an international superstar. This is Yao Ming on steroids. This is I mean, he's approaching soccer star level shit. He's going to make a grip Especially, and don't take this the wrong way, especially if he learns English. Because remember, Yao Ming got here. He didn't know a lick of English. And then he started learning it. And then they had the whole visa. Colorado check. He started making money. And it's going to be no different for Otani. Uh, Finn said Otani's gambling. He wins titles. Uh, What's Jim Crane waiting on? What do you mean? Jim Crane's looking like, shit. Here's why Jim Crane and the rest of baseball should be nervous, right? I mean, Otani's not new to the game. This isn't going to be his first year. He was just with a really bad team. And one guy isn't going to be a difference maker. But you put that guy on a team that's already loaded like the Dodgers. And then it becomes, oh, my God. And they have money to maneuver and, and uh, wow, scary. Because uh, time value of money, he is sacrificing, right? 
Uh, yeah, well, and that's the thing. I mean, yeah, like the article said, the money, and that's it goes anywhere. Money now is worth more than money later. And, and <clears throat> taxes never go down. Taxes go up. So if you get your money now, you're going to pay less taxes than you are later. So, yeah, it could cost him more in the long run. But, and again, it was super smart of them to say, yeah, but that depends on where he lives. Because all he's got to do, honestly, quit baseball at 39 years old, retire after 10 years, buy a house in Texas. Doesn't even have to live in Texas. Just buy a house and say, that's my primary residence. And then he won't be taxed on that 68 mil a year. Crazy. 75 True said, hey, Tani ain't never going to spend that money he makes starting in 2034. He'll make more in endorsements than they'll ever need. Uh, he has to be on every commercial back home, yeah. Uh, Dodgers Yankees been trying to buy a championship, waiting until the Diamondbacks beat them in the playoffs again. Bro, that's going to be the funniest thing to me. That's going to be, without a doubt, the most hilarious of hilarious things. If... If if the Dodgers somehow blow multiple postseason births, uh, dude, the memes and the shit posted on the internet is going to be insane. Are you kidding me? Insane. Oh, let's see. 2034 checks are for his grandkids. Yeah. Uh, Y'all hear about the Japanese hitter 17 headed to the NCAA. Dang. Well, two best players in the league, Trout and Otani, didn't win shit. So an aging Dodgers team you're not worried about? Yeah. That's not an aging Dodgers team. They're a mature Dodgers team. I mean, every team is aging. Now I sound like Jerome Solomon. No, the Dodgers still, their window is, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think the Dodgers' window of opportunity for World Series is bigger than the Astros at this point. Just my two cents, though. Especially with adding Otani. Um, but it would be hilarious if they get beat by the Giants or the Marlins. Oh, my God. Because, look, Otani can go out and he can DH. And he can pitch every fifth day. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's not a guarantee. Stay near South Oki after you retire, Otani. <laughs> uh, buying a championship is not the way to go. Earn it. Really, Total Dallas? Like the Rangers did? <laughs> Better be in Total Dallas. Don't want Otani down here. Uh, Paso, Texas. Uh, We'll have a new resident. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Uh, okay, Finn said got to keep King Tuck long-term, though. Oh, yeah. Have to. When you talk about the future of the Astros, it, it's Tucker and Jordan. The now is Tucker, Jordan, Bregman, Altuve. But the future is Tucker, Jordan, and you hope Yiner Diaz. You don't know yet. I don't know yet. So... Uh, okay, got uh, Otani. I'm good with it. Got Mahomes. He's a crybaby. 
Uh, really quickly, I wanted to show you, uh, update you on the, okie dokie, that's not, there we go, here's the AFC playoff picture as it stands right now, right now, right now, <clears throat> Ravens first at 10 and 3, boy, the Dolphins, we got to talk about that game for a second, but, the Dolphins really might have screwed themselves. Um, you really, if you're the Dolphins and you beat the Titans, you, you need to keep pace with the Ravens so that you can get that number one seed. You want that number one seed. Uh, and, and it's, I think, you know, because part of it is, what you don't want to end up having to do in the months of December and January is go on the road and play playoff games in the cold. Now, when you look at this, you got, you know, the Jags, the Chiefs, and the Dolphins and the Ravens. If the Dolphins do get to, you know, the AFC Championship game, they might have to play in Baltimore in the cold. Don't want to do that. KC can be cold in, in the winter. Don't want to do that. Jags, I mean, eh. But the Dolphins would have the home field advantage. But last thing you want is to have to go to Baltimore and play a playoff game in the winter. So that's – they let one get away. They went, they let one slip away for sure. And now Tennessee's like, hey, we got a chance. We should just keep rolling with, with Will Levis. I don't know. I don't know. I heard people saying that Chicago should, should like, oh, well, look at that. Look, Fields might be good after all. Like, no, don't do that. You know, you've seen that movie too. Don't do that. What are you doing? I don't know. We don't know enough about Will Levis. We don't know enough about, like, Desmond Ritter and Kenny Pickett and a lot of these names. So, uh, but Baltimore is at 10-3. and three. Dolphins are 9-4. and four. Chiefs 8-5. and five, And the Jags are 8-5. and five. Okay? Uh, of all those teams, let's see. Uh, the Jags lost. Yeah, Jags lost. The Dolphins lost. The uh, the Ravens won. And uh, where'd it go? Dang, damn it. Uh, yeah. So the Dolphins lost. The Jags lost. Where's and the Chiefs lost? Yeah, duh. To the Bills, and the Ravens won. I'm not sorry. I'm not seeing them on my my thing here. I just wanted to confirm that. Oh, what the fuck is this? Oh, there it goes. Yeah. Well, that's right because they won on the uh, overtime punt return. There was holding or blocking the back. <clears throat> uh, maybe Otani signed saying Roberts is my man and they never win. If it, it was lost in translation, Otani meant get Roberts out of here. <laughs> if Dodgers lose next year, he has to get fired. Right? Oh. Yeah, 100%. 100%. If the Dodgers don't make the World Series, Dave Roberts is gone. If not next year, the following year. 100%. Because you're not wasting these, bro, every year. Now, next year's a little bit different in that you're only getting Otani at the plate and not both. So that might be the excuse. Although you still added a really good bat. 
But I would say if he has not made another World Series within two years, he gone. Maybe not next year, but if not by year two of the Otani deal, he's definitely gone. Uh, yeah. All right, so your wild cards, the Browns, the Steelers, and the Colts. Ugh. Browns 8-5, and five, Steelers 7-6, and six, Colts 7-6, and six, Texans, Broncos, Bengals, and the Bills all 7-6. and six. I still feel like the Bills, I mean, I don't know. Josh Allen balled out again. Um, but I just, I can't take them serious right now. They're too wishy-washy. You don't know, you don't know which Bills team you're going to get, right? You just don't know. Um, Bengals, I mean, they're not supposed to be winning. None of these teams are. Remember the Steelers? They're not supposed to be good. The Browns lost to Sean Watson. They're not supposed to be good. What are you doing, Joe Flacco? I don't know. When you look at this, honestly, when you look at the wild cards and the in the hunts, there's one team that stands out where you're like, what's going to happen? Texans. Broncos are on the come. No chat. Bengals have been playing well. Um, yeah, Buffalo just beat KC. I mean, the Colts are still winning. It's crazy. It's crazy talk. Uh, but you did get help from Cincinnati with with the Colts. So, what was it? There was one thing I was going to tell you about. Yeah. Oh well. Well, here's the NFC playoff picture and so San Fran you see the little green check mark San Fran already clinched a playoff spot that's pretty damn good only team in the NFL right now to have already clinched a playoff berth no guarantee that where but uh and Philly boy you talk about big losses big losses for several reasons and for the Cowboys you talk about big wins big win for several reasons one you leapfrog Philly in the division. And then uh, you, you're you now second. You are tied with San Fran. As far as best record in the league. Well, of course, you're tied with Philly, too. But Philly kind of fading in a way. Uh, it feels like kind of like KC has been fading. KC's lost three of their last four. What? When's the last time you could say that? KC has lost three. Of their last four games. Philly is 0-2 in their last two. After that magnificent run to get to 10-1. They have dropped games to San Fran and Dallas. The two best teams in the NFC. Don't at me, hoes. That's just a fact. Lions hanging in there at 9-4. And, and then, my God. Do we have to do we have to put somebody from the NFC South in? The NFC South is what the NFC East used to be. That's ugly. Remember that year the NFC East, nobody had a winning record? Remember that? And they had still they had to put somebody in the playoffs? That's what the NFC South is right now. The Bucks lead that division at six and seven, yet somehow, some way. They still have two other teams in the hunt also at six and seven because any one of them could win that division. This shit. 
So your wild card teams, 10 and 3 Philly, 7 and 6 Minnesota, and then a 6 and 7 Green Bay. And in the hunt is the Rams, the Seahawks, the Falcons, and the New Orleans Sigity Saints Saints. And I saw your chat message, Mark G. I saw it. I see it. Mark said, the Bears are in the hunt. No, they're not. If the Bears are in the hunt, I have a 15-inch dog. There's, there's, they're five and eight, bro. The Bears are five and eight. They're, they're not in the hunt. Amos said, watch your mouth. Bro, Amos, the Saints are ass, bro. The Saints are ass. The Bears are ass. So what? And the Jets beat the Texans. That don't mean the Jets are in the hunt. The Jets are also 5-8 and eight with a win over a potential playoff team. Come on, fam. The Jets are a minus 56 on the year. Plus minus ratio. Chicago's a minus 39. They're 2-5 and five on the road. Just because they've won two games in a row does not make in the hunt a reality. Um, what was I going to read? Oh, yeah, I was going to pull up the Saints schedule. By the way, there's one team in the NFL that's already been eliminated from playoff contention. Does anybody, can anybody take a guess who that is? Anybody want to guess? I'm sorry, two teams that have been eliminated from playoff contention. Does anybody know both teams? Can you, can you put both in the chat for me? Without Googling, bitches, without Googling. Anybody? Anybody? Mm-hmm. New Orleans is one in f- three in their last four, Amos. Forgive me. And that one was against Carolina. Forgive me if I'm not like, ooh, <laughs> Tony. Cowboys, Cardinals. That's right, Jeff Bell. New England, Carolina. That is correct, Jared Taylor. Pats, Panthers. Carolina and New England have already been eliminated from the playoffs. When do you think the last time Bill Belichick was eliminated from the playoffs? On December, the second week of December. Yeesh. Yeesh. It's Uggs. It's ugly. Um, Man. Yeah, I'm looking at the Chiefs here. They are one in three in their last four. And two and four in their last six. Yeah, it's weird too. Because they've lost to the Broncos, the Eagles, the Packers, and the Bills. And have beaten the Dolphins and the Raiders. Just don't know. Just don't know. Super weird. Uh, So you go, Eagles have lost two in a row to San Fran and and Dallas. And those are the two teams you couldn't afford to lose to if you're the Eagles trying to get the number one seed. So, oopsie, they're bad. And uh, I think that was it. I think that's all I wanted to cover as far as standings in the NFL goes. Uh, Yep. All right, it's a little 
too late, little too late to start the, uh, um, what the hell is it called? Film session. It's too late. We only got like a little over five minutes left. Yesterday I was going to tell you a story about a gig I had and I didn't get to it. So I'm going to tell you that story now. Um, this weekend, by the way, FJ never showed up, but FJ messaged me and said that he, oh, where'd he go? There you go. He said, Hey Barry, um, you left the show early. I have a ticket for Wednesday show at the improv. I can't make it, but would like to give it away. I put it in the discord, but maybe you can say so on Barry on deck. Has he given away the the ticket on the Discord yet? Let's let's check these. FJ was here. Oh, I missed him. He was in earlier. Damn it. Um, sports talk. Let's see. General. Let's see. Nope. Okay. He did not. Uh, don't see it. <laughs> uh, by the way, you guys got these Twitch updates. Uh, send me your Twitch update. I'll show you, uh, Francisco's. He won't care, but like, this is Francisco's Twitch update. I want to put together like a, a list. He posted it in this chat at the beginning of the show. Damn it. So he didn't give it away yet. Okay. Um, here is real quick. If you're on Twitch, you should get some sort of update that'll show like the most watched channel, how many hours you watch that channel, how many chats you sent, the top emotes used, channel points earned, channel points sent. And I'm curious what each of y'all's is, so send me that. They can send it to me. I can compile. Get a shit, Jen. Let's go. Let's go. So you can email that to Jen at BarryOnTheDeck.com. You can also DM it to me if you want, since I've already said so on the Discord. But yes, 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 a million times yes. Uh, you can also send it to Jen, and uh, we'll we'll get it compiled. Because I'd love to see kind of like where everything ranks. I can't figure out how to do this, Donna said. Um, it should be like on your Twitch dashboard, Donna. Like if you open up the Twitch and just go to the homepage. Okay, so get that. And I also have my stream summary for the year. We'll get to that either tomorrow or Thursday. Um, so real quick, I just wanted to tell you this story. Steven, the weather guy, you would appreciate this. Is Steven still here or did he leave? I don't know. I got to figure out how to give away this ticket. Who? Okay. Put a one in the chat if you want the ticket for tomorrow. Put a one in the chat if you want the ticket for my show tomorrow at the Houston Improv. It's one ticket and one ticket only. There's like, I don't know. There's a shit ton of good comics on there. And uh, it's called the Houston AF show. Uh, so it's, um, what is it? Uh, Houston is fuck. Hold on. No, 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 no. Oh, well, they don't have it on there. Let's see. Events calendar. Here we go. Oh, they don't have them all listed. Let's see. Improv. TX. Oh, no. Instagram. Let's see. 
All right. And if you don't want to go, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, you guys ain't hurting my feelings. I get it. Uh, here we go. I was trying to see who all's on here. Okay. So me, Dusty Rhodes, Nitra, Mason James, and um, the way they do this is they have each of us. They have each of us bring a young or up and coming comic who has never worked the improv stage or, um, you know, hasn't worked it very often. So I chose a guy named Waldo, who's a really funny dude, Waldo Rodas. Uh, he's going to be there. So it's cool because it's like a mix of like, there's like five of us veteran comics that have been doing stand up for a while, doing 15 minutes, and then some newer or younger comics that are doing seven. Now, some of those comics are not new. Like Sam Damaris, but yeah, they, that's the spirit of the show. And it's all Houston comics, too, so it's called Houston as fuck. Uh, wow, you're a better loser than me. Congratulations, Ivan. What? Oh, goodness. Uh, Excuse me. So, uh, real quick, let me tell you the story. I, I was asked last minute to do a show, a private birthday party. And I got the call and the guy was like, hey, man, um, I need you to fill in. I had I had a, a comic booked to do this birthday party and they fell out. Could you do it? And that, actually, I was asked, I, I think I was submitted for it and then just didn't get it. Uh, hey, what's up, Houdini? Houdini the Great. What's up, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you for the follow. So... I was like, yeah, what are the details? They said, it's at the River Oaks Country Club. I was like, okay. And it's a birthday party for a guy. And I'm not going to name the name. I, I kind of want to, but he is a super well-known financial guy. He's very, uh, well, he's wealthy as fuck. But um, he is, he's known in sports circles as well. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to tell you too much info about it. But so I show up to do it and I pull up to the River Oaks Country Club, which by the way, it, I was, no, it wasn't Cal McNair. I was late, not because I'm always late because I am always late, but I was on time this time, but there was so much goddamn traffic in River Oaks to get to the country club. You go down like Inwood or Inverness for or whatever. I think it's Inwood. And then you turn right on River Oaks Country Club to get to the country or River Oaks Boulevard to get to the country club. But the traffic was just, I could not figure out why. I was like, what is going on at the River Oaks Country Club that there's so much traffic? It was everybody looking at Christmas lights. What the fuck? It's, it's December 9th. Go home, assholes. Flip said, wear something nice, not your TV wardrobe. I've already done the gig, asshole. And I wore a t-shirt with a blazer. Let's talk about not my TV wardrobe. Man, fuck you. Flip. Kiss my ass. Yeah, Houdini said sounds about right, especially in that area. Bro, stupid. Stupid. So, I get there. I pull in. They're like, man, just pull up the guard shack. Tell them you're doing this show for... The dude's name, they'll let you in. Parking valet. 
and come on up. I was like, cool. I get up. I go in there. I meet the guy. They're like, you're going to go on about 8 o'clock, do about 15 to 20 minutes. There's no mic. There's no stage. It's just me in a room with this man and his wife and about 15 to 20 members of his family. So it's not even like a big gala birthday blowout bash. There's literally like one, two, three, four tables of people and each table sits maybe five people. Maybe there's seven at some of them. So it might've been a little more than 20. So I meet the guy. Nice to meet you, sir. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. Thanks for having me. There was a famous athlete at this, at this birthday party. I'm like, okay, yeah, I've met them before. Everybody's like, ooh. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't impress me. So I go out into the lobby. I get a drink. And I'm sitting out in the lobby working on my set list, just kind of chilling. And I'm talking to the guy that booked the gig, and we're just out there shooting the shit. And the man whose birthday party it is, he comes up to us and starts talking. And he's like, Barry, you know, this is so-and-so. I was like, oh, nice to meet you. You know, more or less formal conversation. And we're just chit-chatting. He's like, yeah, I saw your video. You're super funny, man. And he's like, I, you know, I, I can't wait to come see a, a, a show live with you in a comedy club. I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. You know, anytime you come out, let me know. I'll get you tickets, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And he goes, so, uh. Are you uh you a fellow tribesman? I was like, what? He goes, you uh you a tribesman? You a member of my tribe? You a fellow tribesman? And in my mind, I'm like, I don't I don't know for sure what that means. Uh yeah, flip. I don't give a fuck if you like my outfit, bro. I was sick. It was the day I was sick. You think I give a fuck? I put a blazer over a t-shirt and I've worn that on TV before in studio. Like I, bro, what are you, a fucking fashionista? Shut up, Flip. Jesus Christ. Look like you got out of bed throwing a blazer and hit record. Bitch, I did. I was sick as a fucking dog. God damn, Flip. Judgy motherfucker. So he goes, are you a tribesman? And I was like, I think I know what he's implying, but I don't want to be the one to say it and then be wrong. You know what I mean? So I was like, uh, I, sir, I don't, I don't follow what you're saying. I'm not sure what you mean by, am I a fellow tribesman? And he goes, are you hooded? I was like, what does that mean? And my first thought was, is this dude asking me if I'm in the clan? And then I was like, okay, he can't be because his best friend is black. And the guy book, he's white, but the guy booking the show is black and they're good buddies. So I was like, okay, he's not asking me if I'm in the clan. And my initial thought when he was like, are you a member of my tribe? Are you in the tribe? And I was like, my initial thought was, is he asking me if I'm Jewish? Because I don't know if he's Jewish or not, but that's. Kind of what I was thinking. And then when he goes, are you hooded? And I was like, did this motherfucker just ask me if I have my foreskin? This man just asked me about my foreskin status right now. He was like, what's the status of your foreskin? Have, don't have. Hooded, not hooded. Does it stink down there or is it clean? And I was like, 
I mean, that's not what he said, but it felt like it when he goes, are you hooded? And I was like, oh my God, I've never had anybody ask me the status of my foreskin, much less one of the wealthiest people in the city. But again, I didn't want to be like, ah, you want to know if I'm Jewish. I didn't want to say that and him be like, no, I wanted to know if you were a member of the Knights Templar or some other crazy shit that rich people do. No, I wanted to see if you were in Skull and Bones or the fucking Build-A-Bear or Build-A-Burg or Build-A-Bear, you <laughs> stupid fuck. Build-A-Burg or whatever the fuck it is. So I'm like, I, I and I just said, sir, I, I, I'm not sure what you're asking me. And he goes, are you Jewish? I was like, okay. Okay, so he's not, he doesn't want to know if I'm in the Knights Templar. But I was like, uh, I knew it, but I didn't want to say it. So he goes, I'm, I'm asking, are you Jewish? And I went, oh, no. No, I'm not Jewish. He goes, with that nose? <laughs> I was like, yo, what the fuck, man? He goes, Barry. That's a that's a Jewish nose if I've ever seen a Jewish nose. It's like, goddamn, what? It was so funny. I was like, no, sir, I'm not Jewish. He goes, what are you? Have you ever done 23 and Me? I was like, yeah, I have. And I'm like, Scotch, I'm Irish, I'm German. He goes, ah, that is the German. Yeah, you've got probably some germ, German Jew in you somewhere. I was like, what the fuck, man? I was like, I mean, I am German, but no, we, I think we came over. We were like Presbyterian or some shit. I don't know. No, Lutheran. He was like, ah, well, okay. See you in there. And he walks off. I was like, yo, I can't hang out with rich people. This is fucking, this is goddamn weird. I can't, I can't hang out with people that just need my foreskin status. Is that what we're judging people on? And I told my wife what I wanted to say, and I did it. But what I wanted to say was, I mean, I'm circumcised, so I'm not a Jew, but I'm Jewish. <laughs> Get out of here. Come on! Oh, what? All right. Uh... <laughs> All right, y'all have a good night. Much appreciated, sir. Hey, I love you, Donna. I appreciate you. Thank you, Slip, asshole. Thank you, Yuri. I'm going to wait see you, buddy. Uh, Amos, I knew he was looking at the nose. Shut up, Amos. It is uh, rather pronounced. Okay. All right. I will, uh, I'll see you all tomorrow. We'll do fantasy updates. I'll have a whole bunch of other shit. We'll do the the uh, film session of the the. Dallas Cowboy fighting the Philadelphia Eagle fan. We'll do a lot of that and, and some other fun stuff. I've been trying to been trying to get it more back to what we used to do with a lot of the crazy stories and stuff. So I'll find some of that too. So in the meantime, though, enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. Thank you for the hype trains. Much appreciated. Thank you to the new followers, uh, which is Houdini. Thank you to the, the subs and the resubs and for the and the cheers and, and just for being here. Thank you for watching. Thanks for hanging out. Making this a part of your day. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Do me three favors before I do, though. 
Jethro Sports. Let's do that. Let's rate Jethro. I think we rated Jethro yesterday. Let's do that. Or not yesterday, but we rated them before and they didn't have anybody watching. Yeah, let's rate Jethro. He's got 72 followers. His goal's 100. Yeah, let's go rate Jethro. Come on. Let's uh, let's boost up the party over there with Jethro. Okay, here we go. Jethro Sports. Boom. Enjoy the raid, guys. Be cool. Give him a follow. Uh, check him out for a moment. Jethro Sports, go figure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but be cool. And uh, enjoy the stream. Talk with him. Make it fun. And uh, I will see you all tomorrow. All right. Peace, everybody. And he's making a YouTube video.